Take Flight with Freebird is a podcast where we interview successful business owners and innovators, disrupting and empowering the beauty industry with their passion and creativity. In every episode, you'll find a mix of inspirational individuals discussing their stories, insights, trends, and their latest tools. Hey guys, I'm Cam. Today we are interviewing Laura Christopher of Reno, Nevada. If anyone could be called obsessed with hair painting, it's Laura. A 13 plus year vet in the styling industry, Laura is a true artist using balayage, foiling, and a mix of vivid techniques to give her clients stunning hair. She has also been nominated for BTC One Shot, Cosmo Prof LTC Awards, and is part of the Unicorn Tribe, Cosmo Pro Team, and Olaplex Advocate. Hi, Laura. Welcome to Take Flight with Freebird. Hi. How are you? Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. We're so happy to have you. Yay. And so it is now uh, 6 p.m., and we are in Reno, Nevada. To give you guys a little um, intro of who I am so you know who is talking with the beautiful Laura, my name is Cameron Bannister. I'm the founder and CEO of Freebird, and I have the privilege of sitting with these incredibly talented artists and hearing their stories and getting to share them with you. So we're going to dive into Laura's story and um, let her be able to share with you a little about her journey, what brought her here, her hopes and aspirations for the industry and what she'd like to share with you. So Laura, how did you get started in the industry? Walk us through it. So I'm a stylist for 13 years. Um, I originally started uh, going to beauty school Oh, back in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. That's where I'm originally from. Very nice. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know, I wasn't uh, fulfilled in the career path that I had chosen. And so I decided to go to cosmetology school at night. And I was working in um, like a cubicle setting. And a little call center, <laughs> actually. A little call center. <laughs> um, and so... Yeah, I just, um, I had to take off 45 minutes early every day and take my PTO for that so I can go to night school. Wow. Um, and I had to drive an hour to get to school. Um, I'd come home, you know, 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night and have to do it all over again the next day, Monday through Friday. So it was a struggle, but uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Um, I was able to, halfway through that um fortunate enough that I was able to save enough money to quit the job in the cubicle and um, go to school, cosmetology school full time and get that finished. And then I had a salon lined up immediately for the next day that I graduated. I was ready to Very nice. hit the pavement running. Apprenticing? Uh, working behind the chair? Or what just, was the dynamic? Yeah, just working behind the chair. Okay. Um, back then, I hate that I, I know, say I know. that. <laughs> God, once you go over 10 years, I think it's appropriate, right? Way back then. Um, Yeah, it wasn't such such a big thing to apprentice and um, assist uh, like it is now. And I love that people are doing that now. Um, But yeah, so I just dived right in. Um, I was fortunate to work for a lady, Cindy, who um, hired me on and she would pay me in whatever worked out to be the greater amount of money. So wow. whether that be hourly or commission for the day. Um, so that was that was really good. And I would just sit in the salon eight hours a day, um, five days a week, and hope the phone rang and hope yeah. somebody came in. And I was the girl that stared at everybody working and tried to pick up tips and tricks on what they were doing. Um, and uh, Cindy was a L'Oreal educator, so that was also something that um, – I was very fortunate to have when I first started my career because I was able to go with her to her classes and assist her, like flipping her flip charts and stuff like that. But I was able to just really get, dive into yeah. color right away. Um, 
And then uh, after that, I worked. These were both mom and pop kind of little salons in my little Hazleton, Pennsylvania home. Um, But doesn't it feel nice looking back, right? mm -hmm. Now you're in Reno, Nevada. You're definitely in a bigger city. You've traveled to these cities. And what a beautiful starting point in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. I I love it. it Oh, wait, Pennsylvania or Philadelphia? Pennsylvania. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, like an hour and 15 minutes north of Philly. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, so I, I worked uh, at another smaller salon there and I just always thought, okay, this is a stepping stone to the next thing, you know, get all the kinks out now and, and try all the things and, and, you know, face all your fears with color because that's what I'm very interested yeah. in now early on in your career so that you can, you know, progress and get more comfortable with things. So, um, so I you always, left Cindy and mm-hmm. then where did you head after Cindy? I went to a little place called From Head to Toe. Cute. <laughs> Cindy Cute. was closing her salon, and uh, I worked there until we decided to move out west um, to Reno. And when I got into Reno, I worked at a salon, Eye Candy, and that was downtown. And then about a year and three months into that um, journey, I decided to move on to a different salon nice. where I'm at now, which is called Slice, mm-hmm. and we're down in Midtown. And, um, yeah, each way, you know, every, every salon I've ever worked at, I just learned more and more about what I really want in my career. So I think, um, that helped me kind of focus in on the environment I need and the, um, coworkers that I need to be surrounded by. And now I'm, I love where I'm at. I'm at a salon that just has such amazing creative stylists and, it's just like a giant think tank in our break room. If you have questions or nobody has Gosh, an it's ego, such a good environment. Yeah, it's it's really special. I mean, that's ideal, yeah. I, honestly, because creativity creativity thrives in a open environment mm-hmm. and accepting environment. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you found that through your journey is so excellent. Yeah, it's special. I don't think I'll ever leave there unless they 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 close or if I move again. But sure. Yeah. So it's I great. mean, so, OK, if you don't mind me asking and please don't share if you don't want to. But, um, you know, it, with you having another job before, mm-hmm. how, what, at what age did, did you enter into the cosmetology industry? Um, I think I was 24. OK. And I just I always wanted to do cosmetology. Um, and we actually had the opportunity in our high school to do a half academic and half uh, trade. Mm-hmm. Um, my family didn't want me to do the trade because there's apparently no money in of course. trades, uh, of course. especially cosmetology. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, so uh, the struggle that the the new ones will never know. No. It's the social media has really made it opened up everyone's perspective to the beauty industry mm-hmm. and knowing that no, this it can be a very mm-hmm. lucrative and career industry Mm -hmm. and uh, I mean you and I I think it's this sweet spot between 10 to 15 years ago when it was really the same and about what would you say eight to nine years ago we started to see it shift and today what we see is and I'm so grateful for all of you pros coming out like heck yeah but for myself included like it was one of those things where it's like weird right Mm -hmm. trade is that a career option is that really what I am so at 24 you decided and look you're still going strong and it's your career Uh uh-huh at 38, I'm still in it, and I I really feel like I didn't blossom and actually feel – I still don't feel like I know what I'm doing, but <laughs> I feel more comfortable, I would say, after probably year 11, mm-hmm. you know? So it is it is one of those careers that – because we wear so many hats, and I think it's, it's tough, but um, once you kind of get your voice and get to – 
exactly what you want to be doing every day. Yeah. It becomes this like magical moment thing. Yeah. 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 Like it's just you cultivate the, the people that you want and the services that you want to offer. Um, your pricing is where you need it. And um, then there's all these now with social media, uh, yeah. a million other avenues that you could take with this career. So I'm just loving it. I'm having fun. This is the biggest year of my career so far. Um, oh, let's let's pause on that one for a minute <laughs> so you guys can know what this beautiful woman is up to. Um, Lonnie and Beyond with her co- her counterpart, Amy Lynn, mm-hmm. they are getting ready to bring out their classes for Blonding and Beyond the end of this year in Waco, Texas. They're doing a big class. What day is that on? Mm-hmm. That's going to be November 11th. Oh, that's an exciting one. Yeah. They're doing a really cool um, concept here. Are you releasing that or is that still to come? How how are you sharing that? Or is it still secret? It's not secret, okay. but it hasn't been fully released so we have our flyer coming out actually tomorrow okay we had a few um we have two artists that were they're part of the riot squad okay and so they were in mexico right now i think they're getting back today so we were waiting until they got back so that everyone can kind of drop this on social together oh cool but um there's about seven stylists that we're gonna do this different type of concept class together and we're hoping that you guys enjoy it and it's something we could do we'll have to bring you on right before so you can really talk about what people can expect and i mean this is exciting guys um i I love that I have the privilege to know, and I'm going to keep teasing you until she <laughs> releases it because, and we'll make sure we share it as well so you can um, see what she is talking about. But um, it is it's so inspiring to see creatives work together and collaborate together to just help inspire an industry to elevate mm-hmm. together. So um, that is one of the very many reasons I love Laura Christopher, and I'm so grateful she's not only a friend of mine now and a free bird, but she's out there inspiring people through education and her specialties. And one of the most beautiful parts is that it's not her techniques that she's saying are um, this excellent that you've, I mean, you're hearing this type of a career path and industry she's experienced and it's beautiful how she brings it together and has made it obtainable and digestible for everyday stylists to be able to execute these beautiful looks with advanced techniques Mm -hmm. because, um, and I had the, I was very fortunate. I got to catch her and Amy while they were here in town um, and see their classes. And Amy has a beautiful style of her own. But this is what is so exciting is you're hearing someone who came into the industry at 24, worked at a little tiny town in a little tiny salon, never apprenticed, you know, all of these things, but has stayed consistent, persistent. That's a better word. Persistent Persistent Uh is key here. Because like she said, in the year 11 is when she started to get really comfortable. And I'm on year 11 as well, or She's ahead of me, but I'm on year 11 right now, and I would 100% agree. It's after that decade mark is when I started finding my stride with being a balayage specialist and all of these things. So for me, it was a gentleman that I met in my career along the way that kind of helped shape, okay, I know what I love to do. And for me, that is color and this moment with people is getting to sit and hear. I'm not a huge fan of um, me on social media. I don't I don't know if I excel that way. That's just not my jam, right? Mm-hmm. But like yourself, you do wonderful. Like what an incredible way you interact with your network and community. And I think it's flawless. But um, that being said, there's such a vast array of this industry now. What mm-hmm. keeps you passionate about the industry today? For sure, education, mm-hmm. 100%. I'm still, I just got back from a class, so I still try to take a class a month. Um, wow, that's ambitious. Mm-hmm. I love that. Good for you. That's 12 a year, people. <laughs> okay. 12. 12. 
with exception of November and December. I don't. Oh, take well classes played. Then, but well played. Still, um, I think if even if it's a small class or an online class or some type of class. So um, most of the classes that I benefit from, and it's just how I learn, is hands on um, with an educator. Yeah. Um, online classes are great, I think, to get the ball rolling in my mind and spark creativity. But um, I actually need to go to a class um, to get. It's not even just the class. Like I, so I just went down to the Platinum Giraffes mm-hmm. class in San Diego. Um, Sarai is an amazing person. She has a crazy, amazing story. You should follow her on Instagram yeah, at the, sure. Plat- the Platinum Giraffe. Um, but so uh, in that class, I just found. It's not just the technique or learning from the educator. For me, it's connecting with the people in the class. Yeah. That's equally as important. So when I got down there, I'm I'm a little bit of a spaz. So when I got down to the class, I walked in the room and immediately spilled my coffee on the floor. Oh my! And that's just me <laughs> making an entrance. Yeah, you're like I am here I'm now. Like, here I am, coffee on the floor. Okay, so cleaning that up. Everyone's staring at me. Um, Okay, I have to go into the bathroom now to reset. You know, I need to reset (laughs) where I'm at mentally, come back out. And I introduce, I always introduce myself to the person sitting next to me, no matter what event I go to. So I introduce myself to her. um, I share my Instagram with her. I get her Instagram. And then I don't know what happened, and I'm not sure why I did this, but Sarai wasn't in the classroom, and I feel like everyone was on their phones. Mm -hmm. And I was getting a vibe like, Nobody's connecting with each other yeah. here. This is gonna be like a little weird class if she just comes in and starts, and we have we don't even know each other. So haven't broke the ice a little bit yet. I'm like an introvert, yeah. extrovert. I I don't know where this comes from with me, but I immediately stood up, and immediately regretted it. But I stood up, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm Laura Christopher. Oh my god, Laura! Yeah. And then I was like, this is not my class. Oh Sit my. down. What are you doing? <laughs> But I was like, I'm Laura Christopher, and I want to know everybody's social media accounts. So I went over to everybody, shook their hand, looked them in the eye, got their social media. Good for you. Good for we you. We all followed each other, and then everybody started talking to each other. Yeah. So I loved that. So for me, and I made some really nice connections um, in that class. There's five people in particular that I connected with. And I had a guy ask me, are you just going to follow me to, un- to unfollow just so I you get my follow? And I was like... No, no, that's such a weird question. But, um, you know, I think that's sometimes we're missing. We need to be connecting with people. Yeah. So so for me, back to the original question, when I go to a class, um, I need these classes to stay inspired, not only for technique, but to connect with my fellow uh, um, stylists that also need to be inspired. And I feel like. Um, we should all do that. We should all just go and introduce each other. And I've made some of my best connections and best friends going to things alone because it does push you out of your comfort zone yep. and you're forced to either. You don't sit have your there posse. You don't and, have your. Yeah. You don't have your go-to friend to talk mm-hmm. to. You don't have your spouse right. or your whatever. Whoever's you don't stay with in you. Your bubble. Yep. You you get have to either. I always say to myself, "Okay, Laura." I talk to myself a lot, so I say, "You could sit the here best and of be." Us do. You could sit here and be a dud, <laughs> or you could get up yeah. and make this. Like kick this party off and make everyone excited for Sarai for when she comes in and wants to educate us, yeah. you know. So, um, well, so, yeah. something that you know definitely to kind of touch on here is even as scared as you were, and mm-hmm. even as scared as we were sitting in front of these mics mm-hmm. and all of these things is um, for anyone out there listening, do it, feel mm-hmm. the fear and do it anyways because. You're just going to learn from it. You're going to grow from it. Or you may have a situation where you pull back and you're like, I'm never doing that again. Right. And 
that is more than okay, but at least Mm -hmm. go for it. Because Mm -hmm. I can promise you myself in my career, and Laura as well, she's saying it right now, is she's so glad she did it because Mm -hmm. it ended up being a better outcome. And go meet people. Go talk to people. If you see someone doing a technique in your salon, ask to watch. Be respectful, though. There's, you know, we say these things, but there's this code of conduct in the beauty profession that I guess we all think is this given rule, right? Because most of us have been taught it, but some of us have not. And so I'm going to say it right now. Three feet of space, people, like, Mm -hmm. be quiet and step back. Do not speak unless you're being spoken to while someone is working. That is their space in the client's time. And it is more than okay to shadow and watch and things like that. But you need to respect the artist that you're shadowing Mm -hmm. um, and know how they work and so forth. So be very respectful of that, all of you uh, newcomers and those who are looking to... um, you know, learn other techniques. I'm one who loves when I work down in Santa Monica at Lux Lab. Oh my gosh, you're talking side by side by side, just talent. Mm-hmm. And watching all of them was just remarkable. But these are people who work internationally. Mm-hmm. They don't have time to teach everybody. They're teaching already, you know. Right. So there's just so many things that even myself as a veteran at that point was still like, oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. taking that step back, respecting their space. So definitely do these things go out there but make sure you are respectful in in nature and when you're working within your salons but go out to these classes like laura's saying introduce yourself be you know put yourself out there a little bit more and see what it see what it brings and it will be it'll be exciting for your career so that you can see how it morphs and change because one thing that is really cool about our industry and i love alongside the never-ending knowledge that you can gain Mm -hmm. in different variations of our industry but is that the potential of our industry for each person. You don't know who you're going to meet. You don't. That will connect you to someone. So Mm -hmm. um, Tribe Salon here in Reno, if you guys are not familiar with this place, I think that it honestly is one of the greatest little gems Mm -hmm. in this this town. Um, What Josie has done and with her studio space and the theater, and actually Laura sits on the board of directors for the theater. Um, Excuse me bringing in education and so forth. But what they've done is just try to make education accessible for local artists. And Douglas McCoy of R&Co came um, the other day. And I have to tell you, I mean, he was incredible. His advanced razor technique, I only got to see like his consulting and story portion. Girl, listening to him and, you know, just hope and inspiration for veterans in the industry too, because I, when you were saying like, you know, you doing these classes once a month and things like that, I think that's what pros forget as we get farther and farther into this career oh, is because yeah. we're helping others right. on their journey in the career. Mm-hmm. And not that we know, like you said, you know, you still don't feel like you know everything. I don't think you ever will. I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't no. think any of us will. And, and if we do, hang up your blow dryer. Right, <laughs> hang exactly. up your blow dryer. <laughs> yeah. But it is so it's so inspiring to hear that a veteran like yourself is still, you know, continually looking for education, that you're not plateauing yourself out with knowledge so that you're bringing that out. And how inspiring. I mean, truly, because I know stylists who don't even go to one education a year. I don't know how you can stay inspired without learning. I mean, we're like the fashion industry. We're always changing. And when your clients say, like, what's new? I mean, I feel like I can tell them confidently what's new because I I know and I learned it um you know I don't just get everything off of social media and it's it's nice to go and actually learn the techniques but then like I said connect with other stylists and there's been so many times that I've been to hair shows or um even BTC or educational events that big name stylists are sneaking in the back to 
to stand in on a class. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so... It's very respectful. Like, I mm -hmm. have so much more respect for someone who is continually learning and you humbling themselves mm -hmm. for, to other techniques and um, knowing that we all have something to offer in this industry. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Well, and so, you know, one thing, okay, let's think about it from the, the very first perspective. What would you say for... Um, uh, maybe conventions, classes, the big ones, right? Mm -hmm. Because it is so expensive. Mm -hmm. We're not it's... we're not saying that we don't understand that part too. I mean, for I have sure. to tell you guys, like for me, it's three to four a year just because I, I'm lucky if I have the time to do for so. Sure. And yeah. also financially, I right. mean, it's a lot of money. Right. And so um, we know that and we respect that. Mm -hmm. But what would you say maybe like if uh, go-tos, if you can only make one or two a year, do you have any that you're like, oh, there's this one? I think for sure the Cosmoprof shows are awesome okay. um, because you get a lot of free education along with the show floor. Okay. So, you know, these shows are so you can learn the new um, products that are coming out from different brands and all that kind of stuff and, and buy things. And that's all fun and, and great. But also the first thing that I would say if, if you're like strapped for cash and you just want to get a lot of education in is look up where a Cosmoprof or a salon-centric show is. Um, in your area or within driving distance. And okay. then um, they come out with the schedule and just map out who you want to see. And the education is actually really, really good. And I've heard are, great things. Yeah, yeah, these are classes that, uh, you know, you would spend a couple hundred dollars to take and you get it with the um, cost of your admission, which is really nice. So I would say those shows are huge. Um, when I first started and didn't have a lot of money, also online education, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, like I said, I don't learn the best that way, but if if that's what is available to you. Do and it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could learn. Find your pros that you respect, right? Exactly. Like, find those pros out there. That, but also, too, be mindful. Find professionals. Find mm -hmm. licensed professionals because mm -hmm. this is a professional business. For sure. It's not, you know, not everyone can do this. And I completely respect the artists out there that are coming up and they're not licensed yet, whatnot. But these are chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> We're not playing around here, people. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure that you are um, choosing education that is going to help further sure. your career and with, with some integrity in there, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, Behind the Chair has $20 yeah. classes online. Um, Half Academy, I think that's a... I want to say ten to fifteen dollars subscription cool. per month. Um, Olaplex. So Olaplex, uh, if you go to Facebook and join the Olaplex users yeah. group, we have free education on there. Yeah. I mean, it's free, and I've done two classes on there. So go in there and search for my name, and you'll. I mean, I charge two hundred and fifty dollars a ticket for these classes, and two of my very first classes are posted up there with some I love of it. these techniques for free. Good. Justin Anderson's been on there. I mean, you can learn. A ton for free on yeah. on these sites. On well, the and what forums. a great resource! You know, mm -hmm. maybe people didn't even know about that option, mm -hmm. but that's great. So go check out Olaplex on Facebook yeah. and their um, professional group, and uh, you can look up Laura Christopher to see her classes. But she said there's also wonderful greats out there um, on there, and it's yep. all free education, guys. Mm -hmm. Go check it out. So uh, you know, I would imagine over the years you've refined your skills. You've really loved. You've fallen more in love with your true passions in the industry. Mm -hmm. What do you see yourself doing in the future with the industry? Um, definitely, I'm I'm moving towards teaching. Mm -hmm. um, so with Blonding and Beyond and Amy, uh, we are trying to get our um, balayage classes kicked off for 2020. So if anyone 
wants to host us, reach out yes. to me. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, we, what does that look like to host you? So if there's people listening, what, you know, they have the details of that. Yeah. So, um, and we have, uh, things that we could email to you. So you have this, if, even if you want to bring it to like another salon owner or, you know, Perfect. wherever you work. So, um, we can offer demo or hands-on versions. A lot of salons have been opting for both. Cool. Um, so the ticket price is a little bit lower for people who can only afford the demo. Um, but if it's going to be hand on, we do require a set amount of students just so financially we can cover our travel costs and that kind of stuff. But, um, we do a really nice six to seven hour class. Um, there's a break in there for lunch. Um, we show, I show two techniques. Amy shows three techniques and we basically take you through, uh, what a typical balayage service looks like. Um, for us and and for me specifically with my technique, um, it's always going to be changing dependent on the client that's sitting or the model for the class that's sitting in my chair. So um, it has a roadmap that I start out with with a certain set of sectioning, but that will be tweaked depending on the, the model, model yeah. of course, and her texture and how she wears her hair and all that good stuff. But um, I do believe that I, with all the education I've had over the past 13 years, have come up with uh, a way to uh, paint hair without getting lost, you know, because I I feel like people look at, when you're first starting out with balayage, you look at the head and you're kind of like, okay, where do I go now? Do I put a slant over here or a V over here or a W over here? What's happening? So I have just a very easy sort of roadmap for you to section and sort of break down the hair in a way that I think it's really easy. And um, technically, you know, you can get my balayage done uh, with practice in about three hours from start to finish, which is really great because I think timing is something we all struggle with when we're starting balayage. Um, And also lift and all those good things. So I talk about my favorite products and my little tips and tricks with Bali powder and different brands that I'm affiliated with that will make your life easier. So um, I think it's a really um, insightful class. And we most of all want to empower people when they're done with our class. So we want you guys to go out and feel confident to take on a balayage product um, project, excuse me, and create something really beautiful that you're proud of. So. That's awesome. Yeah. And so 2020, it's probably going to be pretty packed. What's the goal? How many classes do you think? Um, we'd like to do ultimately <laughs> one a month. Um, okay. We do have, you know, I've, I've been putting out lots of feelers on uh, my social accounts on what uh, cities we should go to and things like that. And we've gotten all across the United States, yeah. which is really exciting. So um, we're just trying to nail down some host salons in different cities and see if we can come and visit you guys and now is there now you don't have to disclose this because this can be emailed to mm-hmm. each individual but is there a fee associated with you coming to the salon are they paying for you so forth you know or are you just looking for a place to host uh that kind of stuff because sometimes i've heard educators they'll make a deal one way and mm-hmm. you know and so forth it so, goes both ways yeah, yeah. yeah so um so i used to do the education well i still do the education um program in slice salon so i did learn Early on, yeah, some educators require a thousand dollar deposit. That's right, yes. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't we don't require that. So we just require a certain amount of ticket sales. That's wonderful to mm-hmm. cover our travel costs. We're cool. actually not in any, any position right now to try to 
you know, make a profit or anything like that. And we're doing it on our days off. So you're building your foundation mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. yeah. And we're just, well, and you know, to... and that's so wonderful that you have a set price of the tickets, right? Mm-hmm. Cause that makes it much more obtainable for salon owners who would love to have you, right? but maybe can't do the deposit at that time right. or, you know, maybe they need the tickets, whatever it is. Right. So Which that's I, great. Yeah, I struggled with that at Slice cause we didn't have an education budget. So when I started looking into doing this kind of independent education, I thought okay I want to I want this to be more accessible to people you know and then also having the demo version is great for students because it's actually half off so that's awesome it's it's a great uh, price point for students so you're saying students are half off of your class students uh, can buy a ticket for the demo portion if they want awesome it's half off yeah that's great but students can come to the hands-on too if they want to it just would be full price so the price point is just above a hundred dollars for the demo version and um just above 200 for the hands-on that's wonderful yeah it's a nice price point i think i think so two educators not just one i mean yeah and um Great You're techniques. Getting five techniques. Yeah, I was going to say the so. technique lineup is mm-hmm. so nice too yeah. because it really, you know, it's funny you say that about balayage. Um, getting lost in the hair, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, balayage is my jam. Mm-hmm. I I feel so terrible for all of my assistants who have worked mm-hmm. with me because <laughs> I don't write down formulas. Mm-hmm. I'm that stylist mm-hmm. where I am such a free spirit that I color like a free spirit. Mm-hmm. And so I just see the hair and I do what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking at the client, I know my outcome. And I really don't take time to think how I got there, mm-hmm. right? So trying to educate people, I've always joked and said, oh, no, 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 give me the advanced ones because mm-hmm. the puppies will mm-hmm. never understand what I'm trying to do, <laughs> yeah. you know? And it, But there's the truth. That is the most beautiful way to put it is right what Laura just said, which is getting lost in balayage because mm-hmm. balayage is this daunting specialty that people are like, what? In the, balala. Like they don't know mm-hmm. what to call it. It's all yeah. these things. Yeah. But what Amy and Laura do is they really break it down into segments. And so um, as you're advancing in this technique, and it is an advanced technique. So mm-hmm. make sure you understand that mm-hmm. this isn't something that was taught over and over. Those of you who are in school now, you're very fortunate because it is in your repertoire. Like they are teaching balayage, but of course, just like everything in beauty school, you know, it's the basics. The very basics. Yeah, yeah. You need people like Laura and like Amy and Blondie and Beyond to really help you round yourself out and your toolkit as a professional. So that is why education is so incredibly important. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad that you're going into it because you have that heart of giving in the industry. And I think that anyone who takes your class will only benefit just simply for that reason alone. Yeah, Yeah, girl. So exciting. I mean, good stuff to come for 2020. Are you so excited? I'm super. uh, Yeah, this is exactly where I wanted to be. But let's also throw in here. Let me let me just brag on her a minute. Okay, guys. (laughs) So this sweet girl has been standing behind the chair all gosh darn day. It is now (laughs) 630 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we are doing this podcast at the end of her day. And she is that much of a boss that she's like, oh, no, I'm going to show up and I'm going to do this. So all of these things that she's worked towards, she grinds, you guys like she grinds Mm -hmm. and she is very active on social because that is the choice that she took to add into her repertoire with so like brands and um, repping brands that she loves and she's passionate about because they do what she wants them to do. But that doesn't come easy. That's a lot of work. And it doesn't just come either. So one thing I try to educate on too is the fact that you have to ask for what you want in this industry because there's so many of us who want the same things. So, for example, you know, I love Kenra and I wanted to know what I needed to do to get onto their social team. I asked them. I always introduce myself to 
the person who's running their social account, first of all. Good. So you get their name. Her name is Caroline. So you get their name. I love that. Caroline's like Laura. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, don't give out any more info. <laughs> no, but they are people, right? <laughs> so you have to, you don't just treat them like, oh, this is just a brand that I'm talking to on Instagram. No, this is a person who works very, very hard um, and answers lots of questions throughout the day. So introduce yourself and then just ask. I always say, I hope this isn't too bold, but... I really love your product and I'm interested in what what uh, route I need to go to be able to work far, further with you. Yeah. And then they will tell you whatever they will tell you. You know, you need to be more active doing this or you need to post more. You need and to don't take it offensive. Or, don't take no. it offensive. You know. No. And, you know, if you, this is if you want to work with brands, of course. Um, but everything that I've ever done and gotten, I, yeah, I've worked very, very hard yes, for. Yes, you have. Um, and she's active all the time. So that's yeah. the other thing, too, is, um, you know, there's a beauty imbalance. And um, you're you're talking or hearing two people talk that are 100 percent polar opposites. Mm-hmm. You have myself who's built my clientele word of mouth and use social media as <laughs> excuse me to round out my portfolio online. So mm-hmm. people could understand who I was as a professional and it validated my services. Right. And then you have a baller like Laura who's out there hustling the Instagram. She's brand repping. She's doing these amazing things and she's preparing herself for education. But both options are incredibly difficult mm-hmm. and they take a lot of work and neither is right nor wrong. You can even merge the two. You can even do a version, sure. whatever. But yeah. um, just know that any of you out there that think this happens overnight, both of us are 10 years plus. Mm-hmm. And I honestly believe that maybe year seven is when I started to catch my stride. Like I felt pretty good. Mm-hmm. I had a lot less bad outcomes, mm-hmm. you know, foil slipping. And I'm a perfectionist. So mm-hmm. if one thing moves, I mean, you can ask my clients, they're like, oh my God. <laughs> like if I'm taking a picture, I'm like, don't move. Shadow. Oh, oh, you know, and I'm tweaking the whole time. Uh-huh. But um, it takes time, you guys. Don't get frustrated. Ask yourself every day if you're doing what you love. If you love it, stay in it just work, work that's at right it. yep keep you going. could do it anyone could do what any of us are doing that's right you know we can do it just stay consistent stay educated stay motivated and inspired and if you're in a situation that you're not loving change your situation don't be for the best things have come to me in this life that i've taken risks on that's right um and don't be afraid of falling or being vulnerable or don't be afraid of fear. You That's just right. have to get up and stand up and introduce yourself to a room full of strangers. That's, Feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, just Feel do that it. fear and do it anyway. <laughs> Push through. That's right. <laughs> well, and one of the main reasons that we reached out here at Freebird to Laura was um, her complete passion and compassion for other people and this industry. And so that is one thing that we really like to touch on with Freebird is the importance of who you are being kind, being able to represent yourself how you want to, and being able to talk to creatives in the industry so that you can make these decisions mm-hmm. in a in a healthy, open environment. And so just know, you guys, you can always go on to Freebird on Facebook or on Instagram. Laura and I are on there. So are there other talented people? You can always reach out to us if you have any questions, if you want to ask us specific things. Um, please feel free to check out Freebird Co. Uh, but Laura, how can they get a hold of you if they would like to reach out to you directly? Go see Blondie and Beyond. Where where should they go? So um, any of my social accounts. So Instagram, I'm at Laura Christopher Hair Artist. Um, Blonding and Beyond is at Blonding underscore and underscore beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, I am on Facebook, so I'm just Laura Christopher on Facebook. Um, 
Instagram is probably your best bet, to be yeah. honest. I'm more active on Instagram, although I am in and out of the forums on Facebook. I was going to say, that's all I ever really see you on there. <laughs> yeah. Are you more a Facebook person? Or... I dabble because... Okay. Um, Insta is where I like to share my like quick moment stories mm -hmm. and oh you know this is a good one to, for us to touch on before we go um, how I like to run Freebird socials is anything that's not really Freebird specific promoting one of our Freebirds or sharing something we're doing mm -hmm. I like to do it in the stories mm -hmm. because it can have fun be flirty have you know a little more personality than I want to see on the wall mm -hmm. you know because you have to think of your wall as your portfolio you want some personality you want some um, understanding of who you are and what you stand for, but at the same time, it needs to be professional. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I do it. Is that how you feel about Insta or what's your thought? Yeah, I actually had a breakdown last year about oh, my no. Instagram. <laughs> So, um, because it was just the back of everyone's head and oh, it was yeah. so uninspiring to me. And, you know, we all have those, we all have those accounts and those moments, but, um, I, I, yeah, I went to, um, where did I go? I went to behind the chair last year and, um, I met with Rebecca Taylor and she was, she was repping, um, Redkin and she was standing there talking about Instagram and she said something about, uh, something about Instagram and I don't know what came over me again another moment that I'm like what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> but I said you know what Rebecca I am so uninspired by my own Instagram it makes me sick like I could just cry about it and then of course I started crying because that's me and so she was like oh girl then change it what are you <laughs> doing you know and I don't know if you guys follow Rebecca but her Instagram is wild so um her stories are crazy but anyway um so, Those are so fun. I love it because people are ballsy. They're uh -huh. like, oh, it's only up 24 hours. Yeah. Like <laughs> it'll, it'll go down. It'll be gone. <laughs> no one will see it. Um, no one's screenshotting any of this. <laughs> but so I, you know, I took that to heart and I, and I, the, in the same, in that moment, that was a great moment because she actually invited me. I told her I wanted to be an educator. And this is before I even started educating. And she invited me on stage with her at no. Redken, uh huh, and showed me how to position my body when I'm painting because you kind of have to stand yeah. to the side because I was standing in front. And I painted with Rebecca Taylor wow. a whole quadrant. I, it was just an amazing. That's was, a fangirl moment. I was like right crying there. the whole oh, yeah. time. <laughs> like, this what did is you not take happening. from it? And 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 you know, energize. Just be your, just be yourself. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, let's. Who's making these weird rules? I don't know. Of what we need to put when and when we need and what filters and I can't oh gosh. I can't so if you look you could actually see the moment where I changed if you scroll all the way back I've never deleted anything oh um, my gosh I've done that to myself I'm like <laughs> what in the world <laughs> but you could see and now and now I put whatever okay within being professional yeah but I put you know I just was down down San Diego and and um we had a meeting at a very very cute cafe for my sister's wedding with her wedding coordinator I put that picture up because that meant something to me and if you're trying to build behind the chair it's very important to give a look into your I'm not saying put your kids up there or whatever but no, like yeah. you know if you're comfortable doing that then do it because you're you're not only trying to build yeah, yep. behind your chair and let people, you know, a little bit. You got to give a little bit of a balance. Who you are. Yes, yes. Um, and then with brands, also, you know, if you're trying to go the brand route, um, you have to rep those brands too. So you have to make little videos with the brands and but pepper a little of everything. And my Instagram right now is all over the place, and I love it. I love it. I've never. I, this year has been great with it. I love it. Um, I put everything. That's really from, great advice. Yeah. I mean, honestly, because, you know, it's so true. And I'm thinking of our feed right now, too, is like, 
what's on there and it's life. Mm -hmm. This is what's happening. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of it's a shot of my computer, one it's us in a podcast, mm -hmm. one, you know, whatever it is. And mm -hmm. you're so right. And you know what, Douglas McCoy, I'm telling you right now, oh my gosh, like, I'm so grateful that man came into my life just by chance. Mm -hmm. And um, he was one of those educators that I was like, holy cow. And he said something that I'll share with you. Um, and it impacted me myself, myself. And he said, you know, I look on Instagram and I look on all these socials and all I see is the back of heads. Yeah. He's like, it so drives boring. me crazy. Mm -hmm. He's like, there's a person like mm -hmm. he goes when I um I, I hope I'm not Douglas, if you're listening to this, I'm hoping I'm not butchering it for you. But, you know, his model that he was using for the day, he's like, OK, let's look at your hair. And the first thing she did was flip around mm -hmm. so he could see the back. Mm -hmm. Right. And he goes, what are you doing? And she said, well, you wanted to see my hair. And he goes, but you have a face. Mm -hmm. And he's all, you know, when I cut these and he's in it, this was an advanced razor technique. And um. Now, also, fun fact, I'm going to give you a little details here so that you can really understand this because this gentleman has worked in New York. This gentleman is R&Co's first educator ever hired. Like, mm -hmm. he is a really incredible person. He owns a salon in one of the smallest towns in Washington, Spokane, right? Oh, wow. House of Pop. But his brand is massive. His his salon is a 20th in R&Co Global top sellers. Oh, wow. And how he approaches it is he says, do not dare walk up to that um, counter and put these products up and try to sell them. He said, do not do that. Shame on you. Once you'll get them. The second time, they're not going to trust you. They're not coming back. And I'm like, interesting, right? Because product companies tend to, you know, want you to really push that product. Mm -hmm. So I, th I thought that was pretty amazing how he approached it. And he said, solve a problem. Mm -hmm. Look for the problem and solve it. And if you can solve one problem, then they'll, you know, trust you to solve that. And I'm like, I love that little token. That's a little nugget that yeah. anyone and everyone can take. But the other one was, um, when you're cutting hair, we all, and he was trained Sassoon. So very structured, you know, and so forth. And then he went to Tony and Guy and he's like, and then I learned how to destroy hair, you know? And it's like, yes, <laughs> like for all the right reasons. Uh -huh. And the reason I say all of this is, um, he now, when he takes his after photos, he has it in the front mm -hmm. and he cuts hair specifically towards it. There's no structure to the cutting. It's legitimately, there is, and there isn't, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he has his foundation and right, he has of years of experience, mm -hmm. but, um, and he teaches you beautifully. But when he said that, I was like, you know what? All of us have lost sight of that and myself included, because, you know, I'm looking for that shine. I'm looking for the depth and tone. I'm looking for how do I make my art look better? Mm -hmm. And myself included, who is such a human connected person was like, oh my gosh, I forgot. And now keep in mind, I guess, Clients don't like their face always in the shots, respectfully so. Right. But at the same time, I think we've created that because now that's just my opinion. I don't know that. Yeah. But, you know, when we're saying turn around, <laughs> we yeah. don't want to see your face. We just, just want your back. hair. Yeah. And when he said that, I thought, wow, what a what a moment for the client yeah. to be like, no, this is you, girl. Like, you look so beautiful. I want to see your face, makeup or no makeup, but your hair just right. comes to life. Yeah. That's art. And yeah. I was like, ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. I'm going to make sure I share that with stylists because... I think too many times we focus on our outcome mm -hmm. and the hair only. Yeah. Yeah. And we forget that we need this person to look legit all the time. So yeah. it was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I'll do uh, if, if you don't, you know, if they're say they're not wearing makeup or something like that and you, you know, you're not comfortable putting their face, there's ways you could hide uh, their yeah, face, have yeah. them look, over, you know, down to their shoulder. Or, and I teach all that in our, oh, in good. our classes. But one thing I do like to do. And I need to get more consistent with it. But I do this 
I would say eight times out of 10. I take a bunch of pictures uh, of the client and face their face included of them like laughing and being happy and Cute. stuff like that. But then I airdrop it to them so that they can immediately go ahead and put that on their social accounts mm, good um, call. and tag me. I say, if you tag me, I'll, like you create this little thing like, if you tag me in this picture or if you do a Love cute it. little boomerang or something, make sure you tag me and then I'll put it in my stories and then you could immediately. And then it, it creates this whole thing with your clients that they kind of know that they're going to get their yeah. picture taken when they yep. come. And sometimes if you don't have time, like what happened today, I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't have time to take her picture. Can you just take a cute little selfie and send it to me? But they're expecting, like they kind of, I feel like get I a little it. let down when I don't do their little photo shoots now because I think it's they're great. used to it. Like Good. they love it and they want it. And also one other thing that I do as far as pictures go, um, cause I know sometimes, especially in the summer, like, you know, bra straps are kind of showing oh, yeah, and stuff like that. I have a, a little wardrobe. I have like a little denim oh, yeah, jacket I remember you're telling and me. little kimonos awesome. <laughs> that you could throw over something. If they're, well, and it's say you do a beautiful blonde and they're wearing like bright orange t-shirt oh, yeah. or something crazy. Not good. No. Yeah. So, you know, you could throw something cute on them and it just, all these little things elevate their experience and makes them feel like really special. And then they know kind of like the next time they come in that you're going to do a little photo shoot. And yeah. also one thing that I do not to ramble about, it, oh no please this is great <laughs> I also um I always do like a pretext consult with clients n- new clients and um if I know I'm doing like a really big transformation or I'm definitely going to be taking pictures afterwards for whatever reason whatever we're doing I'll let them know hey you probably saw on social media but I like to take pictures of my clients so if you're more comfortable wearing makeup or what you know whatever you need to do just make sure just you know. come a little pre- mm-hmm. a little prepared you could bring your makeup with you or such a good so idea just give Laura. them a little heads up but um, once you stay consistent with that kind of stuff and you start putting people's faces on your social they see that and yep. then they come a little bit more prepared to the I love appointment that. for it well and also you know I'm always gonna I never mean to sound like the devil's advocate here but I'm always going to like what she's done is process work time I mean she has learned these things but every little thing she's saying that's another 15 minutes at the end of her service mm-hmm. to get that photo shoot that's mm-hmm. you know taking time at the beginning of her day or the day prior to add in another 10 minutes to text all of her clients the next day mm-hmm. or new clients there's all these little tiny things and soak up what she's saying and start implementing them now as you can in bite-sized pieces because before you know it, it will become a working machine. Mm-hmm. And that's something that Freebird we focus on too is if you guys are struggling with that, know that's what Freebird does is we help you with your online presence so you can focus on what you love. And that's behind the chair. And um, too many times we've seen struggling artists that have so much potential, but they either didn't stay consistent, they were lacking education, they didn't understand how to carry their web presence, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And so you're listening to a veteran give you these tidbits, these nuggets. I mean, take them, put them in your pocket. So to recap, we know that Miss Laura Christopher suggests that education, number one, yes. as much and as frequent as often or yeah. As possible, excuse me. Um, as well as, I love the pre-texting consultation. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. I have a whole thing in my notepad here. Yeah, girl. And, <laughs> and she saves it in her notes. Mm-hmm. As simple as copy and copy pasting and, and ready to ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the social media, that is, you know, kind of helping your clients have an idea of what to expect with you and letting them know that you're going to follow, share, so forth. That's all. Um, am I missing something on that? Follow, share, and... Oh, and then she'll add them to the stories. And mm-hmm. they love that. That's She's creating this full experience with the photo shoot at the end. And then she's sharing it this way. You guys, these are wonderful tips. And obviously, not all of you will want to take that. But 
look for ways in your own way and your mm-hmm. own career mm-hmm. to to make the customer service experience that much more unique mm-hmm. because there's 2.6 billion beauty professionals in the United so States many. alone. Yeah. There is 7.6 billion people in the world. We're fine. Yeah. We have plenty of clientele. Yep. But the thing is, look where you can set yourself apart and enjoy this incredible industry that we are fortunate to be a part of. And look for people like Miss Laura Christopher as she's out and about educating. Laura, is there anything that you would like to share before we tag off? No, this is such a fun experience. So fun, so fun. <laughs> Thank you. I can't wait to do it again. Oh, yeah. We'll have to, so remind me, when is uh, the class in Waco? Class in Waco is November 11th. I do have a class, or we have a class, Blonding and Beyond, um, October 28th okay. in Fountain Valley, California. Okay. Um, and that's what we've got on the docket for the rest of this year so far. Perfect. So, but just go to my Instagram, Laura Christopher Hair Artist, if you're interested in following me, asking me any questions, or um, if you're interested in being a host salon or seeing what that. I would love look that. Like. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And we'll make sure to tag all of her stuff when uh, we release this podcast and go and check her out. Um, the last weekend, it sounds like that's when her class in Fountain Valley, California. So keep uh, save the date for the 28th if you're able to make it. You won't be sorry. Thank you so much, Laura. Thank and one you. more time, so people can reach out to you on. Uh, social what is it um it's at laura christopher hair artist and then on facebook it's just laura christopher perfect thank you so much laura it was a pleasure and we can't wait to have you back on and hear how the class went and go ahead and release the secret of your class to come in waco yay all right thanks guys (laughs) 